know there what that, it is. You know what that sound means. Open up the phone lines. Yep, we're going to be doing straight talk, taking phone calls. Call 877-795-0122. Any question that you might have about anything in regards to our faith, anything pastoral, uh, this is the time to call. You can also go on our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, at 877-795-0122. We, we actually have a... We, it's a kind of a it's kind of a stump the priest type of thing, but you can probably stump Father Ryan, but he's always got his smartphone with him, so he's really quick at answering uh, questions that way. I, I know how to do my research. Just, That's the key. Sometimes well, part some, of it some, is just some doing guys research, don't have to you know? do research, Father Ryan. Yeah, they just make up an answer. I've seen you do that plenty of times. Oh, geez, like when? Oh, <laughs> don't get Anyhow. me started, Cannonball Man. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a different topic. That's that was that was in Italy. A long time ago. Yeah, but you, you totally. 877 <laughs> We actually have a couple of students here from Stella Mars Academy that uh, we can, uh, I see Evelyn. Evelyn, you want to come up here? And uh, and we're going to have you talk nice and loud into this mic because we have not tested it very well. Oh, i got to turn it on. So, Evelyn. Oh, okay, Evelyn, why don't you go right up to that mic. You know, Evelyn, what, what grade are you in? Third grade. Third grade. Now, Evelyn, are you are you excited that the new school year started? Yes. Were you bored during the summertime? Yes. Are you excited for all the homework you're going to have? Kind of. Really? You're kind of weird, Evelyn. No, you're, no way. You're, that's you're, great, Evelyn, that you want to learn. Yeah, that's no, good. it is. Okay, so, Evelyn, you got a really well-thought-out question here. Why don't, you, why don't you say it nice and loud into that microphone? Why is there so many religions? Hmm, that's a well-thought-out I can tell you were thinking heavily during the what, summer months. Can I ask what you think? Yes. What do you think? Yeah, Evelyn, um, why do you think do you there are so ideas? many religions? Because it's a good question, right? Well, well, I think that there are so many religions because, like, people, they believe in dif- different faiths and um, and they believe in different things, so I think that's why there are so many religions. Yep, I think you're pretty spot on there. Yep. So, Evelyn, why did you even ask the question? You already knew the answer. She wanted our answer, though, because we probably uh, can expound on it. I didn't too. know that if I was right or wrong, oh. so I just wanted... Well, F- Father Ryan can answer it right now a little bit more in depth. So, I think that you're right. You know, the reality is, is that... You know, people live all over the world in all different kinds of places, right? And they've experienced through history and through time and even currently different things and have learned different things and encountered different things. And so, you know, for us, we've encountered Jesus Christ, right? So that Jesus came into history, (laughs) right? And then that word spread. And he did things, right? And he rose from the dead. And that causes many, many people to believe that Jesus is God, right? There's people in the world, even still today, though, right, that have never heard about Jesus. So they don't know about Jesus, right? So, but they, through their experience, have come to believe that there is a God because they look at, like, the beauty of creation, right? They look at the order of creation. They look at what they feel inside, <laughs> right? And something tells them there is a God. And so there's, there's experience that they have had to, to lead them to believe that there's something more than, than just what we see, in the world and that's throughout human history all over and so that's different depending on what's been revealed given to them um, to believe in so we've heard about Jesus so we walk in Jesus's ways and we're Catholic right <laughs> and others have heard about other things and you know um, so it's a it's a journey and a search for well what who is God and what is the truth and what is what is really out there? What what created us? And there's commonalities in the religions in terms of how we believe and what we believe. And then there's differences in, in our understanding of it. So 
I think that's the thing is we've there's lots of different experiences and and things that people have heard about and haven't heard about and so Father Ryan that was a very long answer to a really good question from Evelyn and I'll uh, and I'll also say this is that Father Ryan was not even reading off of his smartphone to answer that one so that was pretty good Evelyn that was a great question thank you very much for being on the air thank you thanks All Evelyn right, now we do have another, have a good day we have another and a good school year we have another uh, third grader from Stella Morris Academy now this is Porter but every time I see Porter I always say hey Porter because of Johnny Cash's song called Hey Porter. You like that song, don't you, Porter? No. What? Porter, that's a wrong answer. Johnny Cash is the best. So now, Porter, are you excited for the new school year? Yes. What What's? What are you most excited about? Say it nice and loud. Seeing all my friends. Really? Are you excited about the homework, too, like Evelyn was? No. Really? Okay, Porter. Well, I mean, at least you got the friends part. So yeah. Okay, so here's your, what, why don't you ask your question nice and loud in the microphone. Why do we kiss the Pope's ring? Why do we kiss the Pope? I think it's a good Father Rich question. All right. So good question, Porter. You can stay right there for a second. So uh, we kissing the, the Pope's ring, the ring has always been a sign of the office of the Pope. So it's like when we say his office, not like the room that he works in, but the position that he holds. So he's like the leader of the church. And so that's really, really important. And that's what we call his office. And so the ring represents the position he holds in the church. And so people have traditionally not just kissed the Pope's ring, but even Bishop's rings uh, to show a sign of reverence that they respect his position. So it's nothing special about the ring itself that people kiss it. They're showing reverence and honor to the position that the Pope holds or what the Bishop holds. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So that was a nice, short, concise answer, right? Compared to Father Ryan's long answer to Evelyn's question. Yeah. Okay. Well, Porter, you're a good kid, even though you don't like Johnny Cash's song. So uh, have a good uh, school year and a good school day. Okay, Porter? Yeah. All right, thanks. God Porter, bless. thanks for helping out. Yeah. Good right. question. Yep, good questions from, uh, from our Stella Mars Academy students. You can tell that we are educating them well, and good to see you guys. See you uh, later on in the school day. All right, well, uh, you can give a phone call at 877-795-0122. We've had a couple of uh, questions here because we have students right here on campus. But if you have any type of question about the faith or anything in regards to what's going on in your life, that you might want some insight on. That's 877-795-0122. The unfortunate thing these days is that in the state of Minnesota that you can't really make a phone call while you're driving unless you have one of those hands-free units like the, um, the like Bluetooth. Bluetooth or something like that. And so uh, if you have Bluetooth and you're driving, you can do it, 877-795-0122, or catch us on our Facebook page. Folks, uh, you know, this is an opportunity for listeners um, to call in with questions and to talk to local um, hosts. And so this is a daily segment. I, I believe it's daily, right? Yeah, no, now it it's daily. Yeah, it is. So it's a chance to, to be able to throw some conversation pieces out there or some questions that you've been wondering about or wanting to talk about with somebody. Um, we can do that. You can call in on the phone. Um, you can go on Facebook. You, if you call in to you can just leave your question. Some people are like, I don't really want to go on the air. You can call in and leave your question. Again, that's 877-795-0122. Um, or you can submit it on Facebook, and it pops up on our screen, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. So this is an opportunity to uh, talk about what you want to talk about. What, what are the things that you've been wondering or thinking about or you've been struggling with, um, want some thoughts on? It's a good, yeah, it's a good opportunity for the listeners to interact with the hosts and uh, um 
like Father Ryan said, if there's a question that you have on your mind that you haven't had the opportunity or even the courage to ask uh, a priest or anybody that would have a theological understanding of things, this is a way of doing it kind of anonymously if you want to, just from the comfort of your own home. Uh, you don't have to give your name or anything like that. You can just ask the question. And like Father Ryan said, you can just have it printed out. You don't even have to have to um, ask it on the air. And so, uh, yeah, that's 877 795 all right. So uh, we're we're watching the screen. So the producers <laughs> to let, give you a little bit of insight here. The producers are, will type up your question for us if you're not coming online, or even if you are. So we have it. So we we both are kind of yeah. pausing because we're reading as they're typing. <laughs> that's, and so it gets a little like, okay, uh, we're we're almost ready. <laughs> that's a little that's a little glimpse of radio land from yeah. behind the scenes. It, it, it works we, all. It all works. Smoothly. It does work out. And you know, we've, we've kind of we're not trained in this stuff, so we've like <laughs> learned it along the way. So it's kind of a fun little tidbit, you know. So uh, if you anything. Don't don't um, uh, have any fear about making this phone call at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. It can be a question on any subject. It can even be an, uh, a question about you know the things that are going on in the news these days. It, and it can uh, any any aspect of uh, um, our faith and pastoral uh, life of the church. That's eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two or on our Facebook page. So, Father Rich, I think we can get to, there's kind of a two-part question here, but the first part of the question that a listener has called in with is, um, have non-Catholic denominations ever experienced miracles? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, you know, even the Second Vatican Council was pretty clear that all faiths have some element of truth to them. And we believe that the Catholic Church has the fullness of truth. It's the only religion that has the fullness of truth. But the other ones do have truth, and the other ones are seeking out God. And, and God is not limited by denomination. You know, that's our thing. And so God can certainly uh, work into any denomination and uh, work in an extraordinary, uh, meaning extraordinary, meaning above the ordinary way to, uh, to get um, a point across or get a theological truth across. So absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, I think sometimes... Um I use the analogy of the pizza pie. Like, God wants to give us the whole pizza. Like, he wants us to, like, taste, like, everything that a pizza offers, from the dough to the, the sauce to the the cheese and the pepperoni and the, and anchovies. the anchovies. I love anchovies on pizza. Um, and, you know, we would say that, well, in the Catholic faith, like Jesus is saying, here's everything that I want to offer you as a means of salvation, as a means of my grace being present in your life from the sacred scriptures, from the Eucharist, um, to the sacraments, to the community, um, to miracles. And it, the reality is, is like, yeah, as Catholics, it's beautiful being Catholic because we get to taste the, what the pizza really is meant to taste like in its fullness, how Jesus wants to give it to us. We firmly believe this. That doesn't mean that other denominations don't necessarily like taste the pepperoni and the goodness of the pepperoni. They can, you know, they just pick a piece off, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, or whatever part of it and, it, and it impacts and nourishes towards salvation in varying ways, such as baptism. You know, baptism is still baptism. The miracle of baptism, the grace of baptism happens um, in non-Catholic denominations. You well, know? We well, believe that. We teach that. And so can miracles happen in that? Yeah, sure. Let's look at the second part of the same question from the same listener. So the first part we've already answered, have non-Catholic denominations ever experienced miracles? The answer is yes. But then the question goes on, 
And if not, how can they keep believing in their faith and not question if they are seeing the whole truth? So we already answered that, yes, miracles certainly happen in other denominations and other religions. And then the question, how can they keep believing if they don't have the whole truth? But from their standpoint, and Father Ryan addressed this when Evelyn asked the question, one of our students, about how come there's so many different religions, is that people people have faith in a religion based on their own experience, upon, upon their own world knowledge. And so... Uh, we might wonder why some people are Lutheran as opposed to being Catholic. Well, in large part, it's because they were brought up in a Lutheran household, you know, and, and we give thanks to God as Catholics, those that are listening that are Catholics, that we were born into a Catholic household because we are firmly convinced in the fullness of truth in the, in the Catholic faith. But, uh, um, people are, of other faiths probably believe the same thing, you know, but we, we have a, a certitude of the fullness of revealed truth because of our uh, of our Catholic faith, but maybe a Lutheran would say, "Well, no, we do," you know. And so there's uh, the and this hence brings forth the issue of like theology uncapped and those discussions that we are having with uh, Pastor uh, Peter Coetz. And so uh, the discussion, the open dialogue of of different faiths is what's going to bring about the truth and the unification of truth. Yeah, not everybody's heard about what the Catholic Church teaches, you know. So you think of like, you know, I. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. You know, I've had Protestant friends or atheist friends or secular friends, whatever the case may be, Muslim friends, Jewish friends, who, you know, they, they have never heard about what we believe. And so that's that dynamic of they maybe are experiencing the grace of God in their lives in varying ways, but the fullness of truth that we speak of, of like the whole thing that Jesus wants to give and that he's offered, that has been believed and handed down through all the centuries since Jesus you know, not everybody's received that. Well, that's why it's so important for things like Real Presence Radio to be out there sharing the fullness of truth and the belief that we have as Catholics and how we live that out and how we're striving to live that out. It's so important to be sharing that with the world so that people can know that there's a whole pizza, not just pepperoni pieces, you know? <laughs> that analogy is a good analogy. I love that Now analogy. I'm hungry. I use it all the time in our CIA. <laughs> Call 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Or visit us on our Facebook page if you have any questions. We've had a, we've had one listener uh, write in the question. We've had a couple of kids from our Stella Mars Academy with good questions. And uh, now we're waiting for you. Uh, any question you might have on the faith, 877-795-0122. So, Father Rich, you know, here in Duluth, we've got an exciting thing happening. There's a, something formed by some parents called Mater Dei Apostolate. Right. And so some parents um, took on uh, forming an, a lay apostolate to provide a ninth grade experience, ninth grade Catholic education experience for, for students. And so because in Duluth, we don't have a Catholic We don't have a Catholic high school. Right. And so we started something, and we had our we had opening mass this morning. How'd that go? Um, it went really well. Lots of lots of parents, you know, really and all good. the families were there, and then some. Um, some of the the board members were there, which was really good to see. Um, there's some good support surrounding it. It's it's one of those things where it's it's slow and steady. It's going to be a gradual thing, right? We've, starting small. Starting small. So mm -hmm. we've got um, 11 or 12 enrolled right now. We've had some recent enrollments, okay. and you know, people you know trying to make a decision on what they want to do. It's kind of it's a whole new adventure, right? And so a whole new experience. So it's taken kind of some steps into it. We we talk about the Bethlehem model, um, or the also kind of the pioneer model, you know. Mm -hmm. So it is stepping out in some faith to say, okay, let's give this a go. Um, but I'm excited about it. I'm going to be teaching the introduction to the sacred scripture course um, for the ninth graders, and um, we've got. 
Yeah, so 11 or 12 students, um, and it's it, there's a lot of flexibility in it. So right. we have a, we have a couple students that, for instance, are going to go to the public school in the morning and then come over hmm. um, to our program in the afternoon really? um, and to receive some of that. So there's a lot of flexibility. It'll be interesting to see how it develops. I mean, it's the first day, and so it'll yeah. it'll be uh, uh, you know interesting to see how it it catches on. And and I suspect after the kinks are all. Uh, out after the first several months that we'll start seeing some real success in that program. Yeah. Certainly a lot of prayers have gone with it to, to help try and support that. If you have any question about the faith, even if it's about Catholic education, anything, you can call 877-795-0122 or visit us on Facebook with a question. Don't be shy. It's 877-795-0122. You guys uh, had the bishop out there for Mass this morning, correct? We did. Bishop was there, so it's always good to have him. We had a really simple just morning daily Mass. Right, right. And then they had a, a social time afterwards, and then they started class at 9. Yeah. So I'll head back over there after this and say hi to the gang and yeah. see how things are going. Because you got, um, besides teaching that class, you have a for, another formal role there too, don't you? I'm there, kind of the chaplain of okay. the program. And All so right. yep, we're going to start some, um, you know, some spiritual formation for the kids as we get into this. And so right. being able to help them grow in their relationship with God and in terms of their prayer life and um, growing as a, as a person. Yeah, and there's so, a lot of Catholic high schools. I mean, we don't have one, obviously, but there's a lot of Catholic high schools out there that tend to be more Catholic in name than in, in reality. And I know that at modern day, that there's, that's not, that's not going to be the case. That's not going to be the case. It's, it's going to be a really strong Catholic identity. Very strongly Catholic yeah. identity um, in, in our curriculum and in what we're doing. We're working with a program called Colby Academy. Um, so it's a hybrid model. It's it's a unique kind of new thing. We've got some people around the country kind of looking at us, going like, "We want to watch this and see how this right, develops." Right. So it's a it's a homeschool curriculum. That's Colby Academy, and they're they've got twenty or thirty years. They're fully accredited, so the kids will right. graduate with an accredited degree. What we're going to provide on the Mater Day Apostolate side is we're going to we're going to be able to walk the kids through the curriculum with instructors okay. that have degrees in these fields. Um, and walk the kids through the curriculum um, and, and get the work done with them mm-hmm. five days a week and a regular school day kind of right, experience, right. Um, but working through a homeschool curriculum in which we help the parents walk through that curriculum with instructors every day for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it'll, be, it'll be great to, to watch how that all develops as a program, and we obviously wish it prayers of success as well for Mater Day. Call 877-795-0122. We are hearing crickets out there from our listeners. I'm sure that some people that are listening have some sort of a question out there about the faith or about anything in regards that's on their mind that might uh, have a, um, a valid response from the churches from the Catholic perspective. So 877-795-0122, or you can reach us on our Facebook page. Um, one of the things in our notes, so they, they'll put notes oftentimes in our things. If it says, if our listeners have a favorite sacrament, what is it and why? Do you have a favorite sacrament? Do I have a favorite sacrament? Yeah. The Mass. Yeah. That was an easy one. Do you oh, so, so the Mass is source and summit. So that that's yeah. like a given, right, for all yeah, of so us? Now, now I have okay. only six more to choose from. So uh, other than the Mass and the Eucharist. Out of the other six, would you have a favorite? <laughs> it's kind of a weird conversation, Father Ryan. Um, well, I think there is, but there's, know, there's certain su- sacraments su- that we really... I suppose baptism. Yeah. Now you're going to say, well, well, no. besides that one, what's your favorite? Well, no, the Eucharist is source and summit. It's right. center. So, okay. I mean, yeah. So what's your favorite sacrament? Kind of weird, but... I think reconciliation. I think hmm. both, like, being able to celebrate it as a priest with people and then also being able to go myself... I, I get a lot out of it. 
I, I find like fulfillment or um, I would say, you know, when somebody comes in and makes a really good confession right. and you know it, yep. I'm proud of them and it actually brings kind of fulfillment to my priesthood mm-hmm. in what I'm doing. And I think it's also when I make a good confession and I know it, there's a, there's a, there's a big grace in it. Yeah. And um, I think that that's really good. And so I would say, I think uh, that that's probably my favorite. I would say of the sacraments that most exhausts me, it's confession. Really? I get exhausted hearing confessions. And I, I, I think that's, I've always been that way. And I think, I think that's because, you know, I mean, I mean, as all priests should be doing, give their whole self to that person that comes in there and is making themselves vulnerable. So I find myself extraordinarily attentive to what I'm doing in the sacrament to the point to where even after a half hour, it's like, I am tired, you know, especially if it's been a, a stream of people coming in. And so I've always been, uh, I've always been uh, edified, obviously, like you said, but also uh, it's, it's a tiring sacrament. We do have another question from a listener. Recommendations for helping your children develop a personal relationship with Christ while at home. Do you want to take the Father Ryan? Do you want to speak to that a little bit? I, I think that there's a lot of things. Um, one of the things is to learn, like, so <laughs> there's lots of directions to go with this, right? I think one of the things to learn is what is what is your child's personality, if you will. And there's some things out there, and I, I can't give a reference right now. Actually, my, my one of my nephews was telling me about this. He was asking what my spirituality is. He's like eight, right? And so... We were talking about he he knew about like he's got like a Franciscan spirit, you know, and then there's the Ignatian spirituality. So there's there's different types of sort of how we grow in our relationship with God. So a lot of that has to do with one, our charisms, our gifts that God gives us, and then you know our personality. What do we like? So for for one, it's going to be sitting in silence and meditating upon a scripture and allowing the Lord to move the heart into that scripture and be present in that scripture. For another, it's going to be recited prayer, that they're going to connect with the Lord through things like the rosary and written and, and said prayers. Um, through others, it's going to be something maybe more tangible, um, being able to, to go and light a candle and then sit in front of that candle um, or to, to bring that candle to the Lord at adoration or something. So I think step number one is to recognize that your child's relationship with God with Christ in a personal way um, it might end up being different than yours. And it might be, be the same, but there's, to try to discern that and figure that out, well, what, what draws them into prayer? Is it music? It's going gonna, it's gonna to depend you know, also. Is it recited prayer? Is it time of silence? Is it reading? It's going to depend on the age of the child as well. So it's like, you know, as a parent, you are so important in regards to the development of the faith and prayer life of your kid. And, and, I, and I think to myself, in my own childhood growing up, the thing that was most uh, impactful, even though I was very young, that was very impactful and still affects me today, is that my dad, my mom was not Catholic, but my dad is Catholic, and, and he would always take all of his kids at the end of the day and we'd all kneel around the bed and say prayers. And then uh, it was very, he was very deliberate about it. It was very intentional. And uh, if you as a parent show that as important, and you show an enthusiasm for a faith life, that's going to have an impact on the kid. And, and so uh, your, your level of spirituality is going to affect that child. And we don't know how it's going to affect that child, but it certainly will. Yep, that's a huge factor. I think another thing you can do, you know, t- take, the, take the model things, you know, um, spend time together in adoration, um, spend time praying the rosary. Spend time um, maybe doing some recited prayers. Um, there's lots of different different dynamics. So um, we may have a listener on the phone. Um, 
Eli, if you can kind of just give me a, in the ear, do we have somebody? Okay, we're working on it. Um, we're trying to bring that, think, that connection over. I think over Eli inadvertently hung, on, hung up on a listener. <laughs> but keep calling in. You can call in at uh, 877-795-0122, and we'll make uh, our best effort to make sure that Eli does not hang up on you. 877-795-0122. Father Ryan. <clears throat> Father Rich. Uh <laughs> Hey, I, we, we both got a text from a, another listener, and I don't know if this is being submitted. I don't. I think we have to. Oh, we better be careful. Yeah. We better discern this. Let's take a look. It's so yeah. funny today. Like you know, people okay. can. Uh, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. All right, Kathy, you're on the air. Oh, thank you. Sorry I for losing you. Was, for, okay. Oh no, that's okay. It might have been me. I was. I right when I tuned in, you were talking about your favorite sacraments. Yeah. Do you have one? And I was wondering. I do. I definitely do. Um, reconciliation is definitely my favorite sacrament. Um, I am very, very human. <laughs> and it took me a long time even to, um, I was a convert over to the faith in 2008. And it took me a long time, even when I kind of knew the ins and outs of reconciliation, to really have that, have God's grace enough in my heart to forgive myself from the things that I I would confess. So that one took a lot of development for me. Yeah, that's a big part of it, right? Like we receive God's grace and his forgiveness, and then we have to step into forgiving ourselves. <laughs> that, that sometimes right, seems the tougher, right. the tougher part, right? It is. It's huge. I was, I was like 34 when I did my first reconciliation because of, of being a convert. And they told us, now you don't have to make an actual list, but just, do your best to recall, and it's like, well, 34 years of being human. <laughs> um, it's, you know, I had to make a list. So anyway, I started just crying right after I said about three things, and um, Father Dan, who was my, my priest in Rapid City, uh, he he said, Kathy, I don't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> I was just I was just weeping, you know, and, and so I tried to hand him the list, and he just had me compose myself, you know, and... and uh, I, I was able to go through the rest of the things that I was confessing at the time. But well, thank took, you very much. Took, you bet. It took probably a couple of years to really get that down pat where I, I feel God's grace right away and I feel clean when I leave reconciliation and when I do my penance. That's so good. You know, the more you go, the, the more grace-filled it actually gets, believe it or not. Right? Th thank you for sharing, right. Kathy. You bet. Thank you for having Thanks for me calling in, Kathy. Yep. God bless. All right. We have a listener uh, from Duluth who wants to remain anonymous and it will not be on the air. But the question is uh, about when a family misses Mass <clears throat> on Sunday, should you encourage your children who have already gone through First Communion to go to confession that they missed Mass if it wasn't their fault? That's a good question. It's a, um, you know, especially, well, it's all the time, but in the summertime, it seems like there's a lot more people that tend to miss Mass and, and, uh, you know, I think that a lot of Catholics have lost the idea of the the, the gravity of uh, of purposefully missing mass for something that's not as important and nothing is as important. And so, do you have a child do it? I think that it's not a bad idea to have a child confess it because it gets them in the mode already at an early age that they that this is wrong. That yes. it might not be their fault because they can't drive, but they know it's wrong. And so, to have them confess it is a good way of getting them uh, 
in the mindset that it's not a good thing to do. And it's it, it comes back like we should confess venial sins too. It's it's helpful to confess venial sins in the confessional. And for your child, that's a venial sin. It wasn't their fault, exactly. but they did. They missed mass, and maybe it was your fault. Right. You know, so you really need to confess it, but they don't. So. Um, right, a, but they a, should. It's a really good question, and um, I would say yeah. So w- there's a lot of times families will come in. The whole family comes in. We missed mass last weekend. All know? right, we have a we have another uh, caller on the line, Magdalena from Glendon, Minnesota. Are you there, Magdalena? Yes. Hey, Magdalena. How old are you? Eight. Eight. All right, that's great. Thank you for listening. What's your question, Magdalena? My mom says, when we say the rosary, we're resting in Mary's arm. But I still um, get distracted. So how do I meditate on the rosary better? Well, Magdalena, that's a wonderful question. I'm glad that you asked it. You know, we all, from the Pope on down, we all get distracted in prayer. It's a very normal thing. What's important to do is that we don't try and get all frustrated when we do, because you're always going to get distracted somehow and not get too frustrated. And just as soon as you realize it, just try and get back onto that prayer. One of the things you can do, too, is when you're praying the mystery. So let's say you're, you're praying about the mystery of Jesus being born. In your mind, think about Jesus being born and think about being there with Jesus. As you're praying those Hail Marys, that you're there with the baby Jesus. Maybe you get to hold baby Jesus. Maybe maybe you go and sit by Mary and look at the baby Jesus. So to, to meditate, to think about that mystery and put yourself there in your mind um, can be really helpful to stay focused on, on Jesus as you're praying. So Thank you very much, Magdalena. All right, well, that was uh, we had a... A good number of questions there at the end. 